And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate, easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Ro Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, joined by my two esteemed co-hosts. What's going on, guys? Liam here. Yeah, g'day, guys. How are we? Well, well, well. How are you? <laughs> not too bad, not too bad, not too bad. Back on it. Good. <laughs> uh, just quickly, before we get into things, big happy birthday to our main man here, Lee. Celebrated a 19th birthday during the week. Another year older, but no wiser. I'd say, I'd say wiser. wiser well, yeah. you're going to get your chance to prove it today. Okay. Um, a big episode, as always. We're kind of reiterating the point that even though there's no basketball on, there's still we're still churning out the podcast and big episodes they seem to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, on today's show, we've got odds and ends to kick us off with. We've got our culminating episode of season two of Are You Smarter Than a Podcast Host? Uh, today, Ro will be asking the tough questions to Lee and myself, which should prove to be... You got your work cut uh, out for you. Got That's our work all cut I'll out say. Brilliant. Looking forward to that. And then we'll cap it off with Entertainment Weekly. Before we get into it today, guys, uh, again, I feel like a broken record at this point, but even though there is no basketball or anything on, we do really appreciate the continued support. Um, If you want to help us out a little bit further, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for when the latest episodes drop, you'll receive them, as well as following us, should I say? (laughs) We. Following us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at The Daily Dribble. Well, I think that gets all the housekeeping stuff out of the way, doesn't it? Got the plugs out of the way. Let's get Got into the it. shameless plugs out of the way. We'll get into it with some odds and ends, fellas. Do you want to kick us off, Lee? Yeah, I will. Um, so, so the the Spalding Bowl, the age-old Spalding Bowl, has been um, is being replaced by by the Wilson Bowl. That's big. Um, now with this news, I'm sure uh, Tom Hanks is pretty pleased. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Oh, I'm glad you got there. Straight I was just about to get up, there. Right? Zing. No, good. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty pretty huge, though, isn't it? It's mm. um, we put something on our our Facebook during the week about this, and uh, yeah, it kind of feel, feels like the end of an era. Yeah, how long has that Spalding contract been in place for? It's been in place Damn for wild. decades, surely. It has been, mm. yeah, decades. Um, but yeah, I guess this kind of coincides a changing ball for the changing times within the league. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what the future will hold for the league and various other kind of things that go with it but yeah the ball is changing do we wilson we happy with this mm, yeah look i i don't really care what bowl yeah, they play either, with, to, be to be honest but at the same time there's there's a bit of i don't know there's a bit of sadness that comes with the sporting ball leaving because it's part of the ball that you know people used to play with growing up yep. and now it's changing as we said but you know as as we say change isn't a bad thing and you know, I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing either. No true words ever said, Roy. Thanks. <laughs> um, we'll move on. 
Earlier in the week, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski um, on his pod mentioned that KD, regardless of when the season returns, KD won't be returning for the Nets. Uh, does this come as a surprise to you guys, yep. or did you think it was? Well, there was a lot of back and forth, wasn't there? Um, yeah. Speculations, and then, but Woj has just um, come right out and put a stop to it, saying he's not. Which um, I don't blame him for. It's got it's. I guess it's weighing up the pros and cons, really, isn't it? Because at the minute, we don't have a definite date of when the league's returning. So, I guess, therefore, KD gets extra recovery, whatever else, to get back mm. into it. And they could potentially steal a championship should him and Kyrie come back um, first round at the minute looking against the Raptors, which I think, if both of them are back, it's you know certainly a chance. It's an even matchup. But then weighing it up, an ACL is probably one of, if not the most damaging injury to come back from. Mm. Um, is there any point this season risking it? Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. In saying that, I was one of those few who thought if the NBA comes back at a, at a later date, then KD might be a chance to return. So but did I. looks yep. like it's been ruled out. So The main thing that got me was, I think it was one of the trainers saying um, that KD looks like he's his old self and looks like he's ready to play. I was like, all right, he'll... And there was talk about him coming back, but Woj just put the put his foot in and said it's, it's a no-go. Well, it'll be interesting because um, Kobe, Steve Nash, multiple other players, uh, Wes Matthews, who have undergone ACL injuries, they don't come back as explosive or quite as athletic. No. Um, it'll be interesting to see with KD whether this is similar or you know, if he kind of plays the game slightly differently or yeah, whatever the case may be, it should be... Pretty interesting to see how he goes when he does come back into the lineup. Yeah, mm, definitely. Saw throughout the week that um, few of the biggest names in the league had a had a private conference call between themselves to um, discuss their views. I guess on whether the season should be continuing. I guess the players would have a pretty big say in whether they'd like the season to continue and whether they'd like to participate. I guess in the rest of the season. And they all said they were pretty on board. Didn't they were they? pretty united, weren't they? So. Um, you know, LeBron, CB3, Dame, Curry, Giannis, KD, Westbrook, AD, and Kawhi. So the, some of the biggest names. Imagine getting that as a team. Oh, that is a star-studded lineup, isn't it? That's that is the best of the best that the NBA has to offer, really. They've got more all of the most valuable inputs into that mm. um, You know, decision into whether they restart the season. And considering they're, they're all pretty united that they want to um, you know, end to the season, I guess, then... I think there's a good chance that we might get one. Just quickly, I digress slightly here. But with that, I've heard a lot of people saying, regardless of who wins, there's going to be a big asterisk next to it. Do you think there would be? I don't buy that. Because, like, if you look at it, the lockout season 2011, uh, the Mm -hmm. Heat won that. 66 games, I think it was. Yeah. Like every and it's the same in this one. Everyone's on the same playing field. It's not as if one team's been more disadvantaged to the mm. other, unless yeah. they don't finish the regular season and say the Pelicans miss out. But hypothetically, the season, I guess the regular season does finish eighty-two games. Everyone's on the same playing field, yeah. aren't they? There yeah. shouldn't be that big of an asterisk next to it. I yeah. don't think. No, I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, you spoke about the lockout season in 2011. No one's looking back on that season saying, you know, the Heat weren't entitled mm. to win that championship. 
um, doesn't count sort of thing. Um, so I think it's the same sort of situation. I guess for me, I feel like if there's an asterisk next to a championship, it's more so because one team's had, or the team that's won it or whatever, has had more of an advantage mm. than the competition. Yeah. But it just simply isn't the case at the moment because, mm. you know, whatever happens, everyone's, you know, together in this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it should be valued just as equally as what a normal championship would. There can be some advantages in um, in who's like training hard right now. You see in the last dance, MJ was going hard, Dennis Rodman. But like, um, I'm not saying that's like yeah. an advantage a bad way, but everyone should be training hard if you exactly. want to be in the same boat. So use this time um, to benefit yourself. Amen um, to that. A, a way they can do that is with the... Uh, training facilities opening up. Um, uh, a couple teams have had. I love that segue. That's really <laughs> cool. A couple Very teams have had their training facilities opening up. A big one was the Lakers. I think mm. it was not too long ago. But yeah, getting back to some normality. Yeah, that it's um, I guess encouraging signs. We've had the the big uh, group chat during the week. Training facilities open. They are all, I guess, positive indicators that the season will resume. I guess hopefully soon. Hmm. Uh, time will tell on that front, but yeah, nevertheless, it's nice to see some forward, I guess, progress in the whole situation. Hmm. There was a meeting throughout the week that Adam Silver had with the Board of Governors as well as the um, health officials in America, um, and he's expected to make a decision on the, um, yeah, I guess, the season, the status of the season within the next two to four weeks. So I guess. In another two to four weeks, we'll have a fairly good idea of, um, first of all, if the season is going to continue, and then if it does continue, when th- when that's likely to continue. So it's huge, isn't it? We need big news because at the minute it's just so in the dark, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's nice to have time, kind of time frames to work around or something to go with. Um, I know even just kind of translating it back to what we do here as podcast hosts. Um, for myself, I've got quite a few ideas what I want to do with the podcast, but a lot of it depends if the season has ended, um, if it's still going, like some of the segments, some of the ideas. So it, is, it would be nice, kind of, that's in our small world, look at it. Yeah. But for the players as well, knowing what's going on. Yeah, yeah um, agree So, yeah, it's nice to have that kind of guideline to go off. Mm, definitely. A little bit of quick news on LeBron James. Here we go. The King. Um, some may argue the goat, but that's a discussion for another time. <laughs> uh, it came out during the week that he has quadrupled his worth off the court. So his his on court um, earnings four hundred twenty million. Yeah. His endorsements and off court activities one point seven five billion. Yeah. That's incredible, isn't it? Who takes up the majority of those off court endorsements? Nike. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And. Uh, it's kind of a testament to him and a lot of these athletes. Shaq is another one who's done so incredibly well for himself off the court. Yeah. Um, it's, it would be quite easy, you know, to have all this money and blow it just yeah, yeah. with stupidity. But these kind of players who have their head on their shoulders and know what they're doing are able to just exponentially increase their, 
their wealth, which LeBron has done. It shows that these NBA players and other high-profile athletes are getting most of their money not from the actual league but from endorsements. I know when we were doing the trade um, trade segment last week, and I was make going sure to, to check it out if you haven't. Yeah, check it out. But I was seeing like um, Ben Simmons. I know he's young and he didn't come into the league too long ago, but he's on a seven million dollar a year contract, which is pretty low for Ben Simmons, honestly. Mm. Yeah. And then I think he's probably getting a lot of his money from the endorsements he's doing. 100%, and mm. it's such a key part of it now, and it's only enhanced by um, social media. Yeah, like, the yeah. way players can like kind of promote themselves helps. Um, so, yeah, really a testament to LeBron and his wealth management. Uh, also on LeBron, though, I spoke about just a moment ago, the 2011 lockout season. During this time, LeBron uh, was offered a contract with the NFL, during the lockout season. Yeah, during yeah. the lockout season with the NFL team, the Seattle Seahawks, oh. as a wide receiver. Imagine. Um, and they, uh, this was 100% legitimate. They were really intent on getting him. Yeah. They offered him, they sent him a jersey. They offered him a roster spot. And they were pretty uh, hell-bent on getting the king into their lineup. Getting him in. Kind of reminds me, uh, different circumstances, obviously, but it sort of reminds me of when MJ took the... The took the baseball route, um, when the but then they had a um, lockout to the start of the yep. baseball season and back he went to the Bulls so imagine that imagine LeBron. how do we think he would have gone well he's a big man that's the thing well he played college college um, college football so yeah I think he would have and just being the freak athlete like to be honest I would love to have more an in-depth chat uh, one day about I think I spoke about the other week the podcast I listened to with Steve Kerr mm. um, and a couple of other high-profile coaches from the MLB NFL. Um, and just the kind of, I guess, the advantages of being an athlete with different backgrounds has, as yep. opposed to being, you know, you're a basketball player and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, being able to be multi-talented, I think it's really fascinating. And some of the best athletes in the world have been multi-talented yeah. um, at various sports. And LeBron James apparently no different. And and like MJ said, he said um, basketball requires you to train to have big shoulders and a big chest, and I feel like that's pretty similar to to um, NFL, was it? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, unlike baseball, where he, I can't remember what he said you need to have, but yeah. Jordan in the NFL, imagine that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. LeBron yeah. though, he's got uh, he's got a dream body by yeah. an athlete's standards, yeah. doesn't he? Um, just naturally built for most sports, especially the con- high-contact sports. Phenomenal athlete. Mm. Uh, on MJ, The Last Dance, yes, episodes sir. 7 and 8, out during the week. Now, let me say, these two episodes were my favourite two episodes. They were? Yeah. Ah, oh, we, Groundhog Day. Oh, we come yeah, out no, every week. Every week. No, but these were. And th- this week, we're going to make it a real quick recap, because next week, we have in store our... Our, uh, we'll do a big summary on The Last Dance. The yep. final episodes will come out in Australia here on Monday. Yeah. Um, so next week we'll have that in store for you guys. But yeah, it was... Um, I don't know. I found these ones probably... Most emotional. Most emotional for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really, I guess, tragic, the passing of his father and the circumstances that it happened under. Um, and just... It was incredible, wasn't it, getting a... A better glimpse into the the first retirement, yeah. Um, and just, I love it. The iconic, the, the iconic facts. I'm back. 
Yeah. yeah. How uh, how impactful was that? That's all yeah. he needed, wasn't it? It was, and it kind of seemed inevitable that he yeah. was coming back just yeah. from the way his press conference press conference <laughs> yeah. um, went during his retirement. But um, yeah, it was just incredible, wasn't it? I love the scene, the clip. Um, as he was playing baseball and people kind of looking under the fence yeah. just to get a glimpse of him. Yeah. What I didn't realise with his baseball career is actually how how well he went in the yeah. base, in the baseball. There was someone who said, I can't remember exactly who it was, but someone who said that if he continued, he probably would have made the major leagues. Yeah. Um, I oh, thought was he it? was 11 game. Was it 11? Oh, he did. He did. Yeah, a, he got yeah. in straight to begin with and yeah. he started really hot. Yeah, in um, terms of baseball achievements, he got he went um, really well, but I forgot what it was because I'm yeah, not that's... into baseball. <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. You so your favourite, Lee? My my two favourites, mostly that that just very emotional deep um, moment at the end of at the, the end. at the end of the finals. Yeah, and um, yeah. he was just he just broke down with the ball in his hand because you could feel him. He had his dad with him every year oh the 8th yeah 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 the 8th episode but even the 7th as well that last scene where he just speaking about how competitive he was yeah and then he had to say break yeah jeez yeah. um, that was big too I'm really looking forward to next week doing a uh, a bigger summary on the whole yeah it's gonna show, be a good but, one um yeah it's been quite fascinating hearing how many non-basketball fans have just loved The Last yeah. Dance yeah uh yeah so we won't we won't give our recap all the way just yet. No. no. Um, I'll move ahead quickly to other news. Yep. Uh, during the week, Zion Williamson, the, the boy prodigy from Duke, um, apparently was receiving illegal benefits with his time at the uh, Blue Devils there. And he's now looking at being sued $100 million. Goodness this coming me. by uh, Daniel Walsh. Walsh. Now, what's this for? Can you explain to me? Um, so, illegal benefits, I guess, including you know certain payments, certain, mm-hmm. I guess, different deals, things like that. Gets complex, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the NCAA, um, until just recently, hasn't been able to pay or, you know, for any images, likenesses, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seems as if the case may have been a little bit different for Zion. Yeah. Jeez, that's that's a massive. I know he's gonna earn far more than that in the entirety of his career but 100 million dollars that's a big hit to just the out of college that's, uh, that one hurts oh man that one hurts but uh, yeah hopefully he can uh, his off court earnings are similar to that of LeBron James and he will be fine you'd hope so you'd hope so excellent Radio. do you right. fellas have anything else for odds and ends or no. does that wrap it up I think that wraps it up beautiful let's move ahead to are you smarter than a podcast host as I alluded to earlier in the in the episode, this is our culminating episode of season two of Are You Smarter Than a Podcast Host? Uh, today, Ro is the man in the hot seat firing the tough questions at Lee and myself. Uh, for anyone that's new to the podcast, we really strongly encourage you guys uh, to play along with us at home and I guess in fact test if you are smarter than a podcast host. We'd love to during the week how you guys will know how you guys fare in this quiz. Um, we do emphasise gentleman rules, so <laughs> no Google involved with your answers. No cheating. But, uh, yeah, Lee, 
I guess, how are you feeling? Do you think we're smarter than the audience? I'm a bit nervy, I'm going to say that. You're a bit nervy. But we'll, we'll try our best, that's all you can do, right? The energy's electric in the room though, isn't it? It is. It's a we'll, really good t- vibe. Tell them we're back on it. Tell we're, them we're back. We're back with... Uh, it's been <laughs> six months, It's for been six sakes. months, we're... Uh, um, back on the drinks, <laughs> that's yeah, as simple had, as you can had put a, it. That is the simple way of putting it. We've had a couple of drinks to go... To gay. <laughs> uh, no further it. words needed. Couple of drinks today, I guess. We'll, we'll, say, we'll say it's in celebration of your birthday, Lee. We'll say that. We'll say that, but, but yeah. it's not. It's but just, it's not. So uh, these answers could go anywhere, couldn't they, Ro? They could, but let's do, that, let's just that's... do it. Just a couple of guys, just talk and bowl. Let's ask some questions and let's do it. Well, question yeah. one. First question. That was aggressive. <laughs> Passive aggressive. <laughs> Put your thinking caps on, lads. Put your thinking caps on. Okay, it's on. Question number one. Which state within the US is home to the most NBA franchises and which teams reside in that state? Have a think. Okay, let's put Los... Well, so... Uh, okay, so in New York, you've got the Nets and Knicks. Yeah. Um, and Los Angeles, you've got... Uh, in California. California, sorry. You've, you've got, got the Lakers, Lakers, Clippers, and Golden what, State. Golden State. You've Phoenix is in Arizona, Sacramento. You've got Sacramento as well in, in, in California. Cali. So that's four. Um, Should we be thinking more down the south? Houston, you've got Houston, San Antonio. Where's that? What? Where's that? Where are those? I'm not very good with geography. Texas, sorry. Texas, yeah. Um, my uh, Florida, you've got Miami, Orlando. That's all um, down there. I'm thinking more the south area, the gritty. Like, you know, who's you ga- tell me, you're telling the story. No, I don't know. I'm, I, I tell the... you, I've never been good with geography. Okay. Um, I've, I've got four on my fingers for Cali. Yeah. I feel like that's probably, without mucking that's around, probably, probably the yeah. logical. Um, Wait, just I'm think, just... go back to New York. We've got the Nets and Knicks. Is that all? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rose on his head, so. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Have you got a timer or not? No. Or you got about it. 10 seconds left. Oh, oh, that went I, I feel like it's Cali. I feel like it's Cali. Yeah. We're locking California, right? And we've given the teams the Lakers, yep. Clippers, Kings, and Warriors. You're off to a flyer, boys. Yeah. You're off we're to off, a flyer. We're off to a winner. Well done. Yeah, well Where's done. your check mark? You usually have a piece of paper for you, Nick. Oh, He's a bit underprepared. But, <laughs> underprepared. Um, Hold that thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll grab a bit of paper. So, well done, though. Well done. Did First you expect off. us to get that one? Or? Um, you know, as I said to you prior to the podcast, there wasn't going to be any super easy balls, but at the same time, you should get the majority of these. I was a bit cautious of... Because, look, I don't know... Um, America geography that much. I was thinking the mid, the mid and the south. I was like, geez, who's there? But we're, but we're going good. Yep, well done, guys. Well, you've got. Oh, oh, Nick's <laughs> almost over tripped place. over. Got the uh, <laughs> cord there. That's all right. So we're... you're off to a fly on both fronts there. Geez, we're only in 22 minutes. I thought we were about 45. Okay, go on. Okay. Wow, yep. do you got any pens at work here, Ron? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> this is an absolute There's shambles. Here. here we go. We got it. We got it. We're under control. Okay, we're under control. Um, so, yeah, Lee and I take an early lead. Off to the second question. Off to the races. Yep. Okay, second question. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> second question. Rajon. Rajon. Oh, this is... That's his name. <laughs> Try again. Uh, 
Oh, we're back. We're back. Falling apart. <laughs> okay. You got it? Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that sound. That came from your bottom. <laughs> okay, so... Rajon Rajon Rondo has played for six teams so far. Jesus Christ. What teams are they? Rondo has played for six teams so far throughout the course of his career. (laughs) Name four of the teams Rondo has played for. Boston Lakers. Yep. Pelicans. Pe- yeah, Pelicans. And the Kings. Kings, that's what I was going to say. Just lo- uh, just out of curiosity, can we name the others? Um, uh, I want to say Grizzlies. No. Two that you're missing. Honestly, oh, so we've got the four. You've got the four, but if you'd like to go <laughs> oh. for the extra two, then go Hornets, maybe, I want to say. Don't think so. Um, wasn't at the Bulls, the t- was he? No, he wasn't at the Bulls. So we said Kings, Lakers, Celtics, and Pelicans. Yeah. Yeah. And that was right. So tick us off. Um, I guess oh. it's just for bragging rights. If you can so get we got that right. Got that right. I think okay. he was at Hornets. Was he at the Hornets? Do you want to tell you the other two yeah. teams? So he played for the Mavs. Yep. Okay, and he played the for the Bulls. Bulls, I was right. I right. knew My I saw him in Bulls uniform. Brief stint. I wouldn't have got the Bulls. Mavs. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, yep. Like, it mustn't have been for a very long time period. So we take an early 2-0 lead. 2-0 lead. I'm uh, starting to get a bit worried here. Yeah, we've uh, come out with a fly lead. Good yeah. stuff. Next question. Don't forget about the timer. That's all right. Okay. Which NBA player is the all-time leader in assist during playoffs? Oh. Okay. Okay, I know regular season it would be John Stockton. Yeah. You didn't say, sorry, you didn't say current, did you? You said just all-time. All-time NBA all-time. player during okay. playoffs. Um, Would it, because Johnny Stockton has been around the... We can have, think how good... We can have him in our back pocket. Yep. LeBron, I think, is another one who's played a lot of playoff games. The thing is, just recently, he's always been a big threat with the assist, but just recently he's really amped up. Um... Especially at the Lakers, I'm just trying. To um, who are, I'm think I'm looking at the like all time assists. John Stockton, Jason Kidd, um, is is he up there? Yeah, he's up We've got there. A bit. Rondo, Rondo, uh, could he have tied it in with the last question? Uh, I'm trying to think teams. Mm, yeah, was maybe. Steve Nash even up there? Maybe. You've also got Chris Paul. Chris Paul, yeah, he hasn't. Has he? He much. probably hasn't played enough playoffs. Oh well, well, the thing is, John Stockton. How many? I feel like he's been in a fair few. Thirty seconds, playoffs. With the with the Jazz, he was with right. Yeah, but with who was it? Moses or Carl? I can't remember. But I guess. Do you, do you feel confident in that? I don't like, feel confident, but it's the best bet I've got. Be, okay, seven seconds. I would tie in all-time assist yeah. leader. I uh, will lock in John Stockton. Johnny Steve. Right? Johnny Stockton. It was a good guess. Okay. He's second on the list. Second, okay. yeah. But someone who you didn't mention at all throughout that entire deliberation process is... 
Magic Johnson. Oh, Magic we didn't Johnson. Even. No. Magic no. Johnson leading the pack with 2,346 uh, assists during playoffs. Stockton, 1,839. Wow, well, quite a gap. Quite a gap. <laughs> Bloody a gap, a gap. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah, Magic Johnson. Didn't yeah. even cross my mind, not going to lie. I think he's so underrated as a player, though, isn't he? Especially well, a facilitator. I don't think in a, as him as um, passing off assists. I think in a, oh, I can't even talk. Just go. Um, I guess no, the problem is, though, with Magic Johnson is we weren't in alive era. when yeah. he was dominating. So we True. And, no. and part of his era crossed with Jordan. Yeah. So and he had to also contend with Larry Bird. So he's been a bit smothered in that aspect. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're close really... though with Johnny Stockton, but not quite there. No, that's good. Good question. Two one lead to us. Okay, we'll move on to the fourth question. Who are the top three longest serving NBA coaches with the team they are currently with? <laughs> so current, okay. so it's current NBA coaches. Pop. Yes. Yeah, pop. Pops one hundred percent with the team they're currently, currently with. with. Yes. So, oh, jeez. Okay. How long? My oh, favorite. um, Eric Spolcher. I want to say he's been there for bloody years. Mike D'Antoni has mm, not been. Don't there. think he's been there long enough. And if if Doc was still with Celtics, I'd say that. But he's been with Clippers for Clippers. not too long. Okay. Uh, I think those first two names. So Pop Pop's a hundred percent. Pop's a hundred percent. Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Um. What about um? Through... Alvin Alvin Gentry has he been at the Pelis for a while or not too long? Like I said the other buddy episode, I'm not too good with coaches. <laughs> no, okay. No, I feel I feel happy with the first two. Go through all the NBA franchises. Yeah, that's how it, long Stevie it? Kerr been? Yeah, there's like thirty teams. Steve out of Kerr. Well, you can knock out like a few. You can knock out Frank Bogle. You can yeah. knock out um, Doc. I'd Luke kn- Walton. Yeah. Uh, uh, Doc, the Hawks. Brad coach, Stevens. Whatever his name is, Lloyd Pierce. Lloyd Pierce. I'm trying. What about Pacers coach? Who is he called? Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan. It's not who I'm thinking of. It's, but oh well. Okay, so thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. So we're going to lock in Pop. Feel very yeah. confident with Pop. Um, and we're locking in. Who did you say? Spolstra. Eric Spolstra. Mm-hmm. Oh, this. Let me just. Out let me just say, and this this can come off the time that you're guessing. Those two coaches are the one and two in the yeah. longest coach. Yeah. Okay. You're guessing the third longest at the moment. Okay. okay. Um, so, who who are our options? Like, because we're running out of time. I'm thinking Mike D'Antoni, Alvin Gentry. Alvin Gentry, uh, Kerr, maybe. Yeah, Kerr. He's been there since since Kuo. Curry and all has been there, right? And there has been a big turnover in the league. Mm. I'll give you about 15 seconds. Okay. You, you you chuck one in. I'm leaning toward... Actually, I, Are you I thinking just Gentry? I'm thinking Gentry or Steve Kerr. But I, I have a feeling it's none of them. I have a feeling we're just yeah. missing out on one. Pissing in the wind. But just chuck we'll go, one there. We'll go Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. As our number three. So, as I said before, Pop and Spolstra. Yeah. Pop's been with the Spurs since 1998. Yeah. Spolstra since 2008. Yeah. The third longest serving coach is Rick Carlisle of the Dallas Mavericks mm. yeah, since right. 2008. Didn't even cross my mind. They're, they're sort of a bit of a under-the-radar type franchise to an extent. You, or 
even if you're thinking about the Mavs, you're not necessarily thinking about Rick Carlisle. You're no. thinking about Dirk. Dirk and you're thinking Luka. about. I'm Luka. thinking about buddy Mark Cuban before I'm thinking about. Yeah, Rick true, Carlisle. true. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, Rick Carlisle, yeah, Rick it's Carlisle. a name that didn't cross my mind. Mm. Good question though. That takes us to two piece. Do you yeah, know who it was for by curiosity? Or uh, Brad Stevens was Brad thereabouts. Um, he's been with the Celtics since twenty thirteen, maybe or there. Stephen Curry would be earlier than that, wouldn't he? Um, yeah, I feel like just before Doc Rivers has been Doc, with the Clippers yeah. for a while now. Good um, question. Good question. Rick Carlisle, yeah, good. To a piece, you've pulled it back here, right? Pulled it back. This is what we wanted, an even contest. Question five. How many franchises did Shaq play for over the course of his career? Okay. So he had oh, Boston, Orlando, Lakers. Um, Boston, Orlando, Lakers. There's three. I don't even think of the teams. I see I, I see this, like, just number. It's either, like, seven or six. Is it? I feel like... Or maybe eight. Seven, six, seven, or eight. I don't feel like it's you got nine. You got any team names for me? No, that's I, the got, thing. So you've got feel, three out of six at the moment. I feel like it's too many teams to... to re- oh, sorry, we're giving you all six, like, name all the franchises. Okay. Uh, not all the franchise, but how I many? guess how many he's played how for. Many? So I guess you probably would need to know, but just the number will do. Okay. I think it's seven or eight, to be honest. No, it's six. It's six. So it's I thought you just six. said, just name the number of franchises he's played for. <laughs> yeah, I think it's six. So I'm locking six. Was that the question? Hold on. <laughs> I feel like you've bothered this I year, feel like I've been... <laughs> We're locking six, right? <laughs> It's six the correct answer. <laughs> this is an absolute stitch up. You've got me when I'm. You... This is why you need to be poker face on the bowl. Oh, I'm not talking next question. Yep, you've got, got six. six. Yep. Roy just gave it away. Thanks, Roy. Little freebie. He just said no, there's six. Uh, yeah, that was that was odd. That was odd. Out of curiosity, because I know Orlando, Boston, Lakers. Who were the other three? Phoenix. So the other three yeah. were the Heat. Oh, Course. Yeah, Jim. Phoenix Suns and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Probably wouldn't have got the Cavs one. I butchered himself. He's only Look, got I'm, him to blame. No, the reason I've given you this one is because I'm gonna go pretty difficult for the last. <laughs> that was the reason lot. you butchered last seven. He just so, gave us the answer. So <laughs> I, I wanted to be. I wanted to be good viewing. I guess that's the reason. Thanks, mate. Uh, for those <laughs> keeping keeping score at home, the current score is uh, Lee and myself on three, Row on two. So, as we enter question six. Question six, and I won't be speaking throughout this one. <laughs> Which player, past or present, has won the most regular season MVPs? Regular season MVPs, okay. The thing with, like, LeBron and MJ, I feel like they get shafted a lot. Shafted? Well put. You know what I mean, Especially no? LeBron, he has been. Yeah. Um... Likewise, Kobe, I forgot the year The year that Steve Nash, I think, won his second. Yeah. He was averaging about 15 or oh, 8, maybe 18 points, and Kobe was averaging like 34 or something. Yeah. Um. Okay. Also thinking of players who have won a lot of championships, yeah. just on the basis that MVPs normally go to the finals, sometimes on the best team. So should we be thinking of Bill Russell? Well, there's a name. There's uh, a name. I know Larry Bird won quite a few. 
Oh, did he win? Maybe bit. two or three. Or well, like Wilt's broken that many records, we should keep him in our radar. It's, it's a really good question. It's a really good question. Uh, regular season MVP. Okay, who's on the top of your list right now? Okay, so on the top of mine, like, um, arguably the greatest of all time, MJ. He's just he has to be there. Yeah, yeah. In saying that, I don't even know how many MVPs he's won. Was it four? Oh, I can't remember. Four, maybe. We've heard it so often throughout the last dance, and mm. uh, I feel like MJ is a good bet. And he might be going like, for that, like, um, throw you off, greatest of all time, yeah. you know. I feel confident, well, confident as I'm probably going to be. Rose has got a new poke Let, face on. Let's lock it in, Lee. Do you want to lock it in? MJ. Lock in MJ. Michael Jordan <laughs> is... Second place. Not the player who's okay. won the most regular season MVPs. It's actually Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Six. Kareem. Did he? Six MVPs. Six. He went on a tear there. So um, it, it's a bit of a tricky question in the fact that there's been so many dominant players yeah. since the establishment of the NBA. Um, so there's a lot of players going through your mind, but I guess Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Who was Probably working out all-time scoring leader. If you put the pieces together... A lot of rebounds, a lot of rebounds. Yeah. Who yep. was second or third, you know? Sure. Oh, I didn't that. actually have that. Oh, um, come on. I reckon LeBron would have been up there because he went... He's been up there, although he's been... Like I said, he's been Arguably shafted. ripped off. We use that word, shafted, <laughs> a couple of times. Uh, good question, though. Kareem, yeah, probably should have maybe put it together a little bit more. Let but, me just um, say quickly, I've just, I've just looked it up quickly. So Michael Jordan won the award five times. Yeah, LeBron five. won it four times. Yeah. And, yeah, a few few players. Well, won there it you twice. go. He spat out a couple of names. Didn't get the top guy. But uh, that takes us halfway point of the competition three apiece. Question seven, bro. Question seven. In 1987-88, Michael Jordan won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same season. Only one other player has achieved this feat. Name this player. Wait, what was it? Defensive and MVP. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, who were you going to say? Um, like, would have the glove got MVP in the same year because he got defensive? Like, I'm just, I'm just uh, that might just be going off the, uh, the last episode, Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Yeah, he was a defensive player of the year. Don't know if he won the MVP. No, especially with Jordan around. Uh, did Shaq win an MVP? I, I feel like he would have. And defensive player of the year. A lot of blocks, not many steals. No. But I, I can't think of anyone. Um, in Gary, the... Gary Payton's a good name to have, just if we can't just think of case. anyone else. And the a, thing is, a... I can't think of any modern day. <sighs> modern day. Like, like within the look, last decade. No, if you look back... Harden, Westbrook, Giannis, etc., yeah, etc., nah. Steph Curry. I'll yeah. give you an almighty clue. Oh. It's not within the twenty last 20 oh, years. Okay. okay. Yep. So you'd probably knock out Shaq then because I would at least. Was dominant early in the, yeah, the was, but... 90s decade. Um, Gary Payton. How? Should we think of Kareem again? <laughs> I think it's Kareem because Ray just smiled and I looked at no, You can look it in if you want. Is it a decoy though? Yeah, I know. 
but he so, he did get a lot of rebounds, and I with, think he was pretty. He was like third in the blocks, I think. I with time know. running out, I think we go between Kareem and Peyton. Okay, I think he's. I think he's got thrown us off, and I. I, I think Kareem. He's won six MVPs. He do, but he looks like he's smiling too much. Like a, I feel like he's <laughs> leading us on. I don't know. I, I take Kareem over Gary. Payton. I'll give you fifteen seconds. Okay, still. we're locking Kareem. This one's on you, by the way. Luke. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. If we, if it's Gary Payton, I'll take it. So you've locked in. So who have you Kareem. locked in? Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's the one. This player was Hakeem Elijah won. Uh, yeah, right. In the 1993-94 season. Oh, I didn't so think no of the M- dream. No MJ to compete compete with. Compete with, 100%. Mm, yeah. 100%. That's a really good question. Yeah, and that makes sense. He didn't have to lock up arguably the goat yeah um and they the year they won the title that's it that's uh, it so i thought it was kareem i had that one on my sleeve that one's on you pal the only no, reason it's not I was... because you didn't put in but yeah. the only reason i was smiling is because you thought because you looked at me and you thought you had it <laughs> really good question though it came at that year that kind of little stretch where mj wasn't in the league it's to a certain extent, almost forgotten about, isn't it? It is a bit, it is. yeah. But, yeah. Um, great question. Great yeah, question. Lee, uh, sorry, Ro, should I say? You take a 4 3 lead, so. Okay. Question eight. <laughs> question eight. Aside from Detroit, San Antonio, and the Bulls, Dennis Rodman played for two other teams throughout the last two years of his career. Oh. Name those two oh. teams. Both of them, Christ! Not uh, just one of them, but both. Wow. Oh. Okay, this is um. I'm I'm in deep trouble here. To have be a, honest, have I'm, a good think about it. Yeah, because I only remember him from him, his time with the Bulls. And Glasses the, are coming the off, and I'm thinking. <laughs> Even his time with the Spurs isn't that well remembered in history. I guess mm. it's Detroit and the Bulls. Any names those, coming to Those mind. last two years. Um, I see that black and white, and I think Spurs, but maybe Nets, maybe. Just, yeah. Do you know what? Because I'm a generous host, I'll change this question to name one of the last uh, two. One out of two. Okay, so he left the Bulls. Um, went to the Spurs, right? No, he went from Detroit to the Spurs, Spurs to the oh, Bulls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Multiple-time oh, championship winner. I guess you would say it's probably one of the larger franchises. Well, back then, yeah. Um, so I guess names that stick out, potentially the Lakers, potentially the Knicks. I don't think it was the I Lakers, though. No, and I don't no. even think it was the Knicks, to be honest. But would Pat Riley know what year? Rockets. No, Rockets. Um, Scotty Pippen went to Rockets, didn't he? Yeah. So but... I don't think it's um. What other large franchises are there? You got Boston, but would he have gone? They seem like a pretty regimented team. I think he was a little bit too out there, maybe. Um. Great question. Really, I uh, yeah right. Uh, Lee, any names in particular? I honestly don't know. If I was, let I, me be honest, if I was throwing out a name, it'd just be a random Because one. I'm an extra generous podcast host, Yeah, mate. the two teams that he did play for, both in the Western Conference, okay. 
both big franchises. Yeah. Hopefully that gives you some clue. I'll give you 30 seconds. Okay, so big franchises in the West. Uh, Golden State took a dip at that time. They weren't really relevant until another decade or so. Lakers, always big, but it seems too... Too, too cliche or something. Yep. Um, other franchises within the league, potentially the Rockets, but as you said, Pippen went there. Yeah. Um, jazz, the Jazz even in the West, I don't know. Yeah, the that. Jazz, back then, big franchise. They're Pacers in the West. No, they're in the East, mate. No, I'm, I'm terribly bloody. I'm going to get you to lock one in the next 10 seconds. Okay. You lock Got to follow in. the cliche, but I'm going to lock in the Lakers. The Lakers? Um, just, yeah. Yep. So, the two teams that Dennis Rodman played for in the last two years of his career were... I think it was the Jazz. Dallas Mavericks? No. Yeah. Actually, Dallas are getting me every time at actually, this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And... The LA Lakers. Oh, Lock it, it in. Was the Lakers. It was the Lakers. Okay, brilliant. Well, uh, that takes us to four apiece. That was a big question. Had we have got that wrong, five three down, uh, got it back to four all. So would have been game point, right? Yeah. Just, well, yeah, just about. So four apiece. We look ahead to question nine. Keep it interesting. Question nine. The 2009 NBA draft brought some of the best players of the modern era into the league, including Steph Curry and James Harden. None of those players went number one in that draft. (laughs) Who went number one in that draft? 2009. I'm looking at you, Lee, because that's when you were getting into the NBA. Yeah, I know. 2009. When did Johnny Wall come in? Um... Because I think he was pretty high. Well, he, he's... Yeah. He would be about that time. Yeah. Um, so keep him on our radar. Okay. Just push out some other players. Because Dame, chuck him in there. Maybe. Dame. 2009. I like the John Wall was like a real back pocket if we yeah. can't come up with anything else option. Yeah. I'm struggling I'm just, otherwise. just chucking names because they're obviously Dame. They're either big or pretty all right now. So, And age. Dame's approaching that 30 mark. If you take it back, that's 11 years. Um, most players come in Rust 18, didn't 19. come in number one even, did he? No, I don't think. No. Um, hmm. Ooh, Can I just say something? Even though... I'm against you, so to speak. I also want you to do well. <laughs> and in saying this, I want to rule out a player that you've already mentioned. John. John Wall. Okay. He was okay. in the 2010 draft. So he's, was he what? Was he number one? He was number one in that yeah. draft. But yeah. I want you, I want you guys to do well. So okay, have a think about. Because I was going to fall back on. John Wall. I, I felt like you guys were going to wait until the last second and fall on John. And fall on John Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, Dame's still there. Dame, if we run through, if we run through some other teams, um, I'm just thinking. Oh, it's a good question. I really enjoyed it. When was Anthony Davis in? And I don't even know if he went number one. No, he was later. 
He was later. I won't, but I could give you a clue about something this player's renowned for, but I won't um, do it. KD? KD? Ren- think renowned for. What would they be renowned for? It's a big clue, even me saying that. Huh. What year did KD come into the league? Because he's approaching that thirty. Yeah. But what I know is like, but what would he be renowned for? It has to be something big. Renowned for swapping clubs, being a trader. Yeah, but I was thinking more a shot, a renowned shot. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you thirty seconds. Okay, just I'm having trouble. Uh, Kyrie. No, he's not that old. He's not? Because we're looking at yeah, a player okay, who's okay, about Okay, just keep 30. running through the team. Just keep we're running. looking at a player who's about 30, give or take. Um, and you would assume, number one pick, you'd assume still in the league. When was it? I'll give you a clue, yeah. Still the in the league, yeah. I, I, yeah, but when was... Andrew Wiggins, he was 2013, wasn't he? Man, I think. He's, he's, but he was, he's I just know he went number one. I'll give one. you another clue. He hasn't really fallen off, so to speak. Okay. Um, uh, I I think it's none of the players. Oh, none that we've mentioned. I feel that he's had better years, but he hasn't fallen off, so to speak. Yeah, Come I'll give on. you ten seconds to lock someone. Blake in. Griffin. That's a great pick. But he, has he pick. fallen off of it? Yeah. Yes. But he said they great... haven't fallen off. No. No, they yeah. have. Oh, okay. That's a great pick. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Blake Griffin. And I think he was number one. He was. Blake Griffin will lock it in. Bentley came through with the buzzer beater. Yeah. Let's go. My man. Blake. came through with yeah. the buzzer beater. I've amounted for something. Because I'm going to admit, a lot of times in these quizzes, I'm not on the money a lot of the time. And this time, it might be the drinks. I was thinking Blake was 208, so that's a great pull for yeah. me, Lane. Oh, Kevin Durant, you are mentioning 2007. John he was, Wall, 2010. He was two year, two yeah, I knew, I knew it was. Because he got drafted to the Sonics, remember? Yeah. I would have said 20, 2008, but 2007, hey, yeah. Ah, Blake Griffin, great pool, Lee. That great is a great pool. As soon as you said it, I thought it was pulled out of his asshole. But. <laughs> I <laughs> knew Blake thing, was a number one pick, but I thought he might have been a year earlier. And the other thing, I thought Rowe said he hasn't fallen off. And I don't he, think he's fallen off that much. No. Uh, with injuries, he has. Yeah. But think, in terms of, look at his in stats ter- In terms year. of playing, he's been... Yeah. Do you remember? Can I just say something? I don't know if this is just me talking, but do you remember when he was getting um, comparisons to being like one of the the best rookies since uh, LeBron? Yeah. Well, he was one of the best. rookies. He was. Yeah. Had Lob City have just uh, he's done developed just, that yeah. a little bit more. It could have been a mm. uh, different story, but great pull from you, Thank Lee. You. That takes us to a five four lead. As so we do we need one 10. more? One if more to take it to one. a tie. One more to sure? take it to a tie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next question. I'm just checking the score. <laughs> okay, but you're looking over here, mate. <laughs> I was looking over. To this point in the season, which player currently has the most turnovers against their name? I'm thinking Westbrook. Westbrook's up there, James Harden. Or Trey Young, because he has the ball so much. Uh, still a young guy. I know he does commit a lot of turnovers. You know, you know what. Um, just before we, or when I was, when I was about an hour before the podcast, I was looking at um, the stats for this year, and I was looking at um, points, assists, and stuff. I wasn't looking at turnovers, but I don't think Trey Young is up there. I think it's either Russell Westbrook or James Harden. 
And I'm, I'm gonna, I tell you, I'm gonna kill you if it's Trey. I don't. I honestly. But do you, do you, okay. Out of those two, Harden and Westbrook, which way do you lean towards? Westbrook. I think Westbrook. I said Westbrook is the name first. So let's just chuck it. Let's do you lock want it in. A bit more time to think or not? No. No. We'll lock it in. So who'd you lock in? Russell. Russell Westbrook. It's either him or Harden, but I, we'll go Russell. It's Trey, isn't it? It's not Trey. Who have you got for us, Ro? Coming in at third place, Devin Booker. Okay. Yeah, okay. 244. Yep. Coming in at second place, James Harden. Yeah. With 273. Ah. Uh, Coming in at first place, Trey Young. What? God damn it. <laughs> you should have been more adamant there. With 289. I, where was Russ at, I wonder? Fourth. He must have been. Well, I'm uh, saying it without I, even knowing. I, just, I, I knew Trey committed a lot of turnovers, and mm. because like, he's so ball-dominant, he's, uh, I guess, entirely the uh, the Hawks' offense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't come as a surprise. Jeez, I was getting worried when you brought his name up, Nick. Uh, I was uh, like, "Don't!" Just, I was hoping some. I was hoping Lee would direct you in another. And direction. he did. He's and he done did. it. He's it done might it. be because I love Trey so much. Well, yeah, I actually had that thought. Yeah. I thought Lee might be on his side. So, well, initially the first name I think I said was Westbrook, then then Trey, yeah, um, yeah. and then Lee kind of backed up. I thought it was Westbrook, so. Westbrook honestly. Uh, I'll take that one on the chin. Yeah, disappointed, but nevertheless. Five apiece. Question eleven. We're still in it here, Lee. Five apiece. Question eleven. Wait, does next one win? Or the next, next one, one takes, takes us to, to a tiebreaker at worst. Okay. Only one NBA player has ever played in four decades. Who's this player? Four de- uh, Vince VC. Carter. Vince Carter. Lock it in. Wait, just wait. No, no, no. No, I just think though. He's played in. I think he came. No, I'm I I'm pretty sure I saw this Four as a stat, and I don't it's want so to overthink it. Though. I don't want to overthink it. Okay, if you when if, was Vince Carter drafted? I feel like it was 1989. 1989. No, no, 89. That means no, it, not 89. No, no, 89. Jesus, 1899. <laughs> what did I say? Jesus, 1636. <laughs> Being an old man by now, but I'm 400 BC. <laughs> I know 400. Probably. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's Vince. So and did I don't you say he played his first game? Wait, did Rose say say four decades? Yeah. So he played in the eighties, 20... nineties. 2010. No, two th- okay, yeah, I think it's VC. 220s, 210s, 2000s, 1990s. Wait, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's played this year, hasn't yep. he? Yeah, okay, Lock it in. Vince Carter. It is. I don't Boys, know. you got it right. Yeah, you yeah. got it right. I didn't want to overthink that one because no. I was pretty sure of that you one. You won it within about a few seconds. So his first game was in 1999. Yeah. Last game in 2020, 20. and that's probably going to be his last game for the rest of his career. So. Yeah. Well done, guys. Got that one. Hell of a career. Hell of, Hell a, of career. a career. Jeez. Um, Longevity. I'm glad we didn't overthink that one. Yeah. Just because I think... The yeah, only we, thing I was thinking is if someone played in the um, 80s, which would have been 89, but it would have just been too far. Yeah. We, okay. Well, that takes us to a tie break at worst. We move on to our last question here, Ro. What have you got for Match us? Match point. Last question. If we, we get this, we win, by the way. Exactly. Absolutely Just no pressure. <laughs> Question 12, listeners. Which former NBA player earned the nickname Mr. Big Shot? 
Chaunty Billups. Okay, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not. locking it in. For his consistent ability to hit big late game shots. I'm locking it in. I'm not mucking around. Okay, all I want to say is I, I have Chauncey Billups on my 2K, my team. I've never heard Kev Harlan say Mr. Big Shot. Don't, but if, but don't if you're talk me out of this. If you talk me out of this. If, if I go with something else and it's Chauncey Billups, I'll no, kill you. No, go with it then. Let's I lock it in. We're locking it in. Yeah. It was Chauncey. Can somebody cue the hero of the week music? Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Why am I singing? Why am I singing? Why is that singing? Huge stuff. That 7-5, we take the win there, Lee. You take the win. I was scared because I thought if Lee gets in my ear, I could be No, I was just trying to chuck a little. To be honest with you, I didn't think it would be that symbol of a, I guess, question because I reckon you guys well I didn't know it well, we, we spoke about just off air only a couple of moments ago Roy about a book I'd read that I'm going to lend yeah. you um, and it kind of goes through the decades of the NBA oh, and you yeah. can read it as well yeah, you'll yeah. love it um, and like yeah it's that that nickname's iconic with Chauncey and it's kind of one of those nicknames that sticks out. like It's that's, that's like the glove shot. with Gary Payton. Yeah, it kind yeah. of sticks with you, those nicknames. I'll give um, you um, just just to humour you, I guess. Yeah, humour. Um, the tiebreaker question. Yeah, do was, it. Let's see if we'll get it. Muggsy Bogues is the shortest player in NBA history at five foot three inches. Yep. Did he block more or less than 30 shots over the course of his career? That's a great question. <laughs> Oh, we won't muck around with this one. Would you have said thirty? I'd say, I'd say yes. There's, I'd say yes because he yeah. had a long enough. Cr- and there's oh. like people get sneaky get, blocks. In yeah, there. I'd say yes. You say yes. Yep. He did. Yeah, he, did. he had yeah. thirty-nine blocks 39. at five foot three. That's unbelievable. Five foot three. That's taller than me, and I'm not very tall. I'm like five nine or eight. That's I shorter think than you. Yeah, I, I, that's what I said. You just said that's taller than No, I said than not me. much taller than me. I found this crazy, to be honest. <laughs> much more shorter than me. Yeah, I'll lo- take that one. I'll when I was too. looking at this, I was thinking the next tallest player in the NBA would have been well over six foot. Yeah. He's had 39 blocks on people who are probably average six foot four. Yeah. Over there. And I, f- at- I feel like that's where it kind of we got it just on the basis that it kind of seems so yeah. unlikely yeah. that... And I'm a, I'm a big advocate for these 50-50 chance um, final questions, so I like that one. I'll have to remember that next time I'm in the hot seat. But uh, I mean, it's only fair, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. 50-50 final tiebreaker question, yeah. Regardless, so, we win 7-5. Just quickly before we move on, though, Roy, I loved those questions. Yeah, those were good. They were really yeah. good. There was a lot that... Um, a lot I wasn't of the, familiar with it. Like the Dennis Rodman one. Yeah. The, the, the thing I mentioned to you after. Yeah. yeah. Like there was a lot that were kind of weren't certainties that mm. we were sure of. It was kind of a, a good guess to a certain extent. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed those. That's probably the most I've enjoyed the questions and probably most I've learnt. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... To be honest as well, just quickly, most I've learnt as well when yeah. I was looking up these questions. I didn't know a lot of these until yeah. I actually looked them up. So... Learning experience all around. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, as we said, guys, we like this segment to be as, I guess, interactive as possible. So make sure 
You let us know. Were you smarter than Liam myself? Did you get more than seven Ac- answers right? Actually, send them in on Instagram. Even if it's like seven out of seven out of eleven, just send it in. Whatever you got. We'll put something up during the week. Make sure to uh, comment on that and let us now know how you guys went. Um, Absolutely. Are you in fact smarter than a podcast host? Obviously, we are. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait for the next Judging quiz. Judging off that. <laughs> Judging off that, we've done well. We've done well, Lee. Um, yeah. But we'll press ahead. We're nearly an hour into the page. We'll press ahead to Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I have the TV show. I have the film. And I have the song. Let's start with the song this week. Let's the mix song? it up. We'll start with the song, right? Can I uh, say we've never started with the song? So I don't think we have. Variety is the spice of life. We like so. to mix it up here, don't we? Let's uh, let's see what we've got here from Roy. So the song that I have wait, uh, this week is called "Are You Bored Yet?" Um, Nick, I'm thinking that you might like this song for one reason. Mm-hmm. I know you're a big fan of the show Thirteen Reasons Why. Who's it by? One of the members of this band is Dylan Minnick. Oh, the Wallows. Clay Jensen. Clay Jensen. It's by Wallows and um, Clara. Is that is you're, that fair to say that you're a fan? You're going to love track? this segment. Then keep <laughs> push, push on those. Oh, we should have discussed earlier. We should have. But... Anyway, um, so I'll fade the music up, and you can you can have a little little listen to it. Actually, Easy listening. Let me, Easily listening. Let me go first. As we fade it. As we fade it down. Yes. Thoughts? I'm a fan of Wallows. A lot of times, I let me just say, I think the music um, recommendation is the most risky, scariest, because yes. you're, you're like, these guys going to like it. I do like it. Um, I am a fan of Wallows, and... They have a song called Pleaser that is my favourite, but yeah. I, what's that one called again? Because It's like called that Are one. You Bored Yet? It's also featuring Claro, who yeah, has like a Clara. hit song called Pretty Girl, I think it's called. Young it? Aspiring Artist, um, yeah. So, Not familiar with that one, but... No. Uh, that's I thought you'd... Of, I actually it, chose it because part of me was thinking that I think you'll both be a fan of it. A, because yeah. you're a fan of 13 Reasons Why, Nick. And Indeed. Second, because I think Lee's a fan of that type yeah. of music in general. So, is that um, one of their big songs? It's their or? biggest hit. Yeah, it's their biggest hit, according to Spotify. I guess. Easy listening, yeah. easy listening. I like it. It's got to. Um, I'll I'll certainly have to listen to the full yeah, full gonna, song of that. Um, one more time. What was it called? Sorry. Right? I was called Are You Bored Yet? Are You, Are you Bored Yet? yet? I like it. I love I it. Love it's it. been on repeat for me for the last week. I reckon yeah. so. Well, do you want to go on, Meg? I'm, well, I'm you, gonna, I'll we, go. I think we know what yours is. Oh, now, here we here, go. <laughs> here's the dilemma I had because uh, the show I was on to TV show this week, I've, I have gone for 13 <laughs> Reasons Why. Imagine. Um, without any prior discussion. Without any prior discussion. This is a happy coincidence, to say the least. I picked this show partly because I was such a fan of it initially. Yep. Um, loved it, loved it, loved it. I wasn't aware they were bringing out another season. What is that, like four? Season four, four. It comes out next month. Yeah. I wasn't aware of this until the other week. I thought the series had ended. Yeah. Um, but it kind of just brought it back into my memory. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the first three seasons, for anyone who hasn't watched 13 Reasons Why, I guess the kind of key start point, um, a young high school lady commits suicide and kind of, I guess, releases some tapes that outline why she made this decision. Um, it kind of follows the tale of, 
I guess, um, I won't go into too much detail, but different issues relating to sexual assault, um, people turning their back on her, Mm. so on and so forth. But it's quite an interesting look at how how people deal with, I guess, guilt um, and things like that. Really fascinating show. You really kind of get involved with the characters. Um, Even to a certain extent, the so-called bad guys, um, you kind of sympathise with to a certain extent. Uh, really excited for season four that comes mm. out next month. I, as I said, wasn't aware of season four was coming out, so yeah, that's a nice little uh, now let jump. Let me say this polarizing opinion. Yeah, do it. I think they should have cut it off season two, even maybe season one. Do, I think that was what? enough. I had this thought last night, and I was thinking as I because I knew Dylan Minnette was in this show, which which sort of connects to my song. I was thinking last night, after se- and I'm sort of starting watching season three at the moment. After season one, I would have been happy for them yeah. to yeah. to cut this season off. Um, season two, I didn't particularly enjoy as much. Um, That's the same. N- not with as me. much went into it, and I'm so- I've sort of started season three just recently as well. It doesn't have the same feel to it. In saying that. I can see why people would continue to watch it. It's got yeah. some characters in it which you'd probably feel to. a connection to yeah. in some sort of way. So well, that's why I'm so surprised they've released season four. Yeah, yeah. I, final I, season. I hundred percent thought it was ending after season three. The way it um, culminated, I won't give anything away, Ro, mm. because you haven't seen it yet. Thank you. But um, yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out next month. I think. It, or give or take Sometime. June 9th. Yeah, right. I mean, I only got through halfway of season two because I don't know if it's the same through season three, but there's just like a lot of court cases and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Like season one was enough for me and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to watch the rest, honestly. Season one was one of the all, one of the all-time better mm. seasons that I've seen of any show, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Time will tell how <laughs> yeah. it plays out, but... Yeah, nevertheless, my TV pick, 13 Reasons Why. I which, like it. Happy coincidence, right? <laughs> it is. Lee, it is. you had uh, had the movie here. Yeah, well, I've got the movie. I've got a movie uh, on Netflix, and it's called Hot Summer Nights. Now, have any of you guys seen it? I haven't. Hot Summer Nights. It's called Hot Summer Nights. That's okay. going to get stuck in people's <laughs> head. But it um, it stars a young, good. you know, he's good looking, and his name's Timothy Chalamet. Uh, we've seen a lot of obsession we... over this guy. No, I'm a I guy. Haven't. I'm a guy, no. and I think he's good looking. What's he in? Um, what's he in? He's in a movie called um, I think it's The King. He's aspiring. He's aspiring. You, okay, over or under? Is he better looking than Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, younger days. Um, no, no, I no. don't care then. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say equal. Okay, because he's a good-looking kid. That's all. And okay. in saying that, he's twenty-four years old. But anyway, he's got um, very Harry Styles vibes to him. Harry, he's I a bit feminine. He's a bit feminine. He's a bit yeah. Like but I think Harry Styles him. feminine. Yeah, I yeah, think that's yeah. coming up though. Feminine, fe- feminine. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying no. he's okay. Yeah, okay. let's get into the movie. Yeah, it's it's it. called Hot Summer Nights on Netflix. So. Timothy plays a young. I'd say he's he's a bit awkward, um, but he his name's Daniel or Danny, referring to others. Um, he gets a bit over his head um, 
in in selling drugs and selling selling the uh the Kush in specific <laughs> thanks for being technical there and, and and during this he's following for his drug partner's um sister um it's a it's a very talented young cast um and may i say there's a lot of love there's a lot of drugs there's a lot of girls there's a lot of boys but Six it's a great rock movie and roll, baby Drugs, rock and rolls. It's it, another thing that I like about it. I think it's set in about the nineties or the eighties, which I like that in modern day movies. Be interesting yeah. because, as you said, it's such a young cast taking on such, I guess, kind of heavy issues. Yeah. Um, I guess it's kind of a good way to illustrate your kind of acting skills if you're able to tackle something so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't seen this movie. Either. But uh, it is on Netflix, you said? On like? Netflix. Easy to stream. And, and it gets you into Timothy's character and the other mm-hmm. characters. You're like, geez, if I was put in this situation, I'd be I'd be pawn myself. Not going to lie, I'm more fascinated, I guess, for watching it about his looks. You've yeah. kind of, you've Look talked him, him up. You've I'll, talked I'll get him it, up. I'll yeah, get, I'll get a quick okay. picture quickly. Um, Chuck in some filler comments. Have, have, you, have you watched... This one recently, Lee? Uh, about a week ago. A week but ago. The first, is, it, is it new on Netflix? I think it's from 2018. So yeah, not okay. not too long ago, but he was in... Yeah, have a look at him. Uh, and you're saying this bloke... Look at this guy. That one. That's Harry Styles, yep. No. God, he's, I tell you what, he's got some cheek cheek definition. Called he doesn't he? It's called jaw definition. Uh, I tell you, I'm... Bit, uh, <laughs> cheek definition. Jaw, <laughs> uh, I'm giving it to Leo, though. Hundred percent. I I locked in. You've seen one photo of him. I'm giving it. I'm I'm gonna show show us again. Yeah. Okay. He's got a bowl cut. Listen, I'm giving it to Leo too. But he's a good-looking young man. I give him points for the jawline, but uh, he looks a little bit, a little bit strange. Can I say? No, he looks a bit. No, I think I can say that. He's got a he's got a bit of a um, left field. I've got a picture of him. him He's a good-looking guy. He's not gonna lie. If you were into Casper the Ghost, (laughs) you said. He's pretty pale, isn't he? And it's hard to it's, it's hard to argue against a young Leo. Like young yeah. Leo is one of the yeah. best looking males of this time. Indeed. But I'd say Timmy is up there. I wouldn't say so Timmy. So we're locking there, in but... Roy Hancock, <laughs> Leo DiCaprio and Timothy Chamelay. Okay, cool. Glad Love that we locked it in. Um, Perfect. Yeah, but um as I said, just going back I guess on a more serious tone. I'm fascinated to watch this just, as you said, like it's such a young cast. Yeah, like you can relate more because you're young. Exactly, and you don't see many young actors, I guess, tackle such heavy, heavy topics. So uh, one more time, I guess we'll recap it. Lee, what was the movie? I've got Hot Summer Nights on Netflix. Beautiful. I've got a song called Are You Bored Yet by Wallows and Claro. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent, and I've got uh, on Netflix there 13 yeah. Reasons Why uh, Make sure to check into that one guys Because as I said, new season comes out in a couple of weeks time So uh, no better time to uh, catch up and get ready for season 4 Absolutely Well, Jeez, we it's leave. been a good episode uh, 70 minutes into the piece, we're back Quick recap, how do we feel about drinking again? I think it was, a, I liked it High quality at the same time, less quality. Yeah. Time, time we tell on, uh, I guess, whatever day, Monday maybe. I listen on listen, Monday. Re-listen to yeah. this podcast. Monday morning we'll figure it out. Uh, I've enjoyed, for those of you out there, um, I think the last time we had a refreshing beverage was our Christmas episode. Uh, six months. Six months ago. So, yeah, since then we've been um, 
I guess, good... Sober, so, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I guess that's probably no better word for it, sober. Um, we kind of had a drink today just on the basis. Lee's birthday during the week, so I celebratory on that front. And the fact that we're now, I guess, certain restrictions here in Tasmania are starting to lift. Starting to, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think we all... Enjoy we all doing it. it. Bloody oath. It certainly took a lot longer to record just on the basis yeah. um, that there was 27,000 urinal breaks during <laughs> the podcast. Was. Was. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed doing this, fellas. Same. And it probably won't be a weekly thing, this no. drinking. But, it, uh, it might you know, be a certain, fortnightly, maybe monthly. Certain episodes yeah. that we, mm. re- I guess, feel um, deserve a beverage. Yeah. We yeah. will. Uh, you know, come at you guys with a different energy. But nevertheless, we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, again, I just keep reiterating the fact that we really are appreciative of the support you guys are all showing. Um, you know, whether it's messages to us or the support for the podcast, a lot of people out there are showing love to it, um, especially in this time when there is no basketball. We do appreciate it. So, yeah, thank you from all of us. Mm, um, absolutely. Jesus, we're an hour and ten into the piece, just over. It happens, though. It does. We're just getting a wild tangent, and away we go. I think these longer ones even might be a bit better because they're more more filled with content. and Filled funny. with content? Well, you've got a week to digest it, don't you? So it you doesn't do. matter. You do. Uh, just quickly before we go for next week's show, we are going to have a big... Uh, recap of the last dance episodes nine and ten come out on Monday here in Australia. So next week we will be we'll do we'll do our normal odds and ends. We'll have Entertainment Weekly, I would assume, and then we'll like our main, I guess, focus will be the last dance. Well, we love talking about little snippets of it, so we're trying to get into it. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, well, uh, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Definitely. Can't wait for next week. Let's wrap it up before it all. It goes south. <laughs> As uh, it always I seems. I could talk for hours, honestly. I bet you could, Lee. Do you have anything to uh, finish with there, mate? Good episode. I liked it. And we'll, we'll catch you next week with the last dance recap. Happy birthday to you, pal. Thank yep. you. Echo Liam Sediments. Catch you next week, guys. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Take it easy. Love you. Bye. Shout out to Daily Chip. That was true. You gon' have to go ahead and see what they knew. That was all the time, it ain't no romance, it be news. We gon' make it drop, 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 time.